The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond City Council has approved a more than $770 million budget for the next fiscal year. As Roberta Roldan reports, the budget includes some new spending despite the pandemic. Mayor LeVar Stoney introduced a plan in March for what he called a maintenance budget. It maintained funding for essential city services, even though tax revenue took an $18 million hit. During budget negotiations, though, city council found new money and made cuts. They also funded new initiatives like a civilian review board. The original budget gave raises to about a third of city employees to bring them closer to market rate. But Councilmember Kristen Larson successfully amended the plan, giving all city workers a 3% raise instead. I think it's fair to roll it out and give everybody something to show them that we appreciate them. We know that competitively we are behind as a jurisdiction. Even with the economic recession, Richmond will not raise property taxes this year. The budget does include a slight increase in utility rates, which will cost water and gas customers an average of 5 bucks per month. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. Changes to Virginia's medical cannabis program are coming this summer as recreational marijuana becomes legal. Whitney Evans reports. Virginia's existing medical marijuana program will be the only way to legally purchase cannabis in the state until retail sales begin in 2024. For patients, there will be some significant changes on July 1st, the same day recreational marijuana becomes legal. Patients will be allowed to apply for a medical marijuana card using telemedicine instead of visiting a doctor in person. The state has also lifted the cap on the number of medical cannabis patients providers can see. Nagist Abebe is vice president of public policy at Columbia Care, a dispensary in Portsmouth. Less than 0.5 percent of Virginia's medical providers will write a cannabis certification right now. So we've basically expanded the number of providers in a way that will also hopefully reduce patient costs because nothing about this program is covered by insurance. The state also expanded the medical program to include whole flower products. Previously, it only permitted marijuana-derived oils as a treatment. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Multiple walk-up vaccination events at the Richmond Raceway this week will be open to children. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine will be offered, which is approved for kids 12 and up. Children must be accompanied by an adult and have parental consent to be vaccinated. The events will be held on May 26th and 27th. They'll run from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Appointments are not required. For a list of upcoming clinics in Richmond and Henrico, head to vax.rchd.com. A new Virginia law could affect voters living in, quote, split precincts. Hannah Schuster from our partner station WHRV explains. Here's an example of a split precinct. 
Two people vote at the same location, but based on where they live, elect different members of Congress. Last year, Virginia passed a law that clarifies voting precincts should be located within a single congressional district, House of Delegates district, and state senate district. If that's not possible, localities must now apply for a waiver from the state if they want to operate a split precinct. These split precincts can cause real confusion in elections. In the infamous 2017 contest between Shelley Simons and David Yancey that ended in a tie, the Washington Post found 26 people from a split precinct in Newport News voted in the wrong House of Delegates race. This week, the Newport News City Council will review a waiver application for split precincts. That was Hannah Schuster reporting. A screening of the PBS documentary College Behind Bars will be shown virtually tonight through the nonprofit Communities and Schools of Chesterfield. The Ken Burns film is about a small group of men and women who are incarcerated. They struggle to earn college degrees through the Bard Prison Initiative, a national prison education program. The documentary starts at 6 and will be followed by a live Q&A that will feature two people who went through the initiative. To register for the free event, go to cisofchesterfield.org. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Monday, May 24th at 8 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.